0: Waiting for Rausigna to come on the overlap, encouraging Boyd to continue that run. Only Graham in the middle. Aluko's on the edge. Oh, that is magnificent! It's a first ever Premier
1: League goal for Sonny Aluko.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of our Football Flashback series, uh, looking back at the 2010s for Hull City. Um, We're up to the 2013-2014 season, which of course was our first season back in the Premier League under Steve Bruce. And uh, with me to reminisce about that season, the first half of that season, I have Mitch. How are you? Good. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, very good. Very good. Excited to talk about this season. This was was the season that I actually got over to England and watched a chunk of the season. So I've got very fond memories of this season. And of course, back in the Premier League, it's uh, pretty fond memories as well. Um so we'll, we'll get straight into things. Um usually the way we start these I'll uh talk about the shirt that I'm wearing which was from that season and um we did just hear a bit of audio there from uh, Shani Aluko scoring an absolute screamer of a winner against Newcastle. So very fortuitous that I actually did have a, a Shani Aluko away shirt from that season which I'd uh, bought prior to the season starting. So um very fortuitous. I think it was just the fact it was the away shirt was released first, and uh, we're back in the Premier League and wanted to get a shirt with the uh, Premier League badge on it. But did you, did you, I mean, we we're talking before it about your shirts, and you, did you end up getting a shirt from the season? And if so, when did you get it?
1: Um, I did. I don't remember when I got it, but I won a signed shirt um, through some Barclays competition. Um, it's currently framed in my garage, so I can't show you, but yeah, I don't have one that I can physically wear.
0: No. Nice one, nice one. Okay, well, what I'll do now, I'll bring up our little slide deck. We've got a couple of pictures and stuff as we talk through this. Um, But I just wanted to start off talking about the season as a whole, going into that season. And um, I want you to cast your mind back because I remember that first game of the season against Chelsea and just thinking, I mean, I can't remember who was in the Chelsea lineup. It was like De Bruyne and Lukaku might've come on late in that game and Hazard was playing and Lampard, all those legends of Chelsea. And I just remember first, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of the game thinking, oof, back in the Premier League, this is it. You know, um, I think we gave away a penalty after like five minutes. McGregor punched Lampard in the face or something like that and then saved the penalty. Um, But it was certainly sort of a a pretty intense welcome back to the Premier League. Do you you have many memories of that first game back in the Premier League? Um, Pretty much the same
1: feelings. I was just excited pretty much to be back. And, yeah, it was pretty harsh um, from what I remember because i I don't think for a lot of that first half, particularly as well, that we were really much in the game, um, and I didn't realize at the time. But I, I realized watching back, watching highlights only a few years late, uh, a few years ago, like that Kevin De Bruyne was
0: playing and that he set up that first goal, which was yeah. wild. Yeah, no, that's right. And I can't remember if that was the season. I mean, Salah might have been there as well on the bench as well. So they had quite a few pretty uh, big Premier League players running through that squad Um, and a few pretty big Premier League players of our own. We had Huddleston and Livermore, I think, on the bench to start with in that game. Like you said, we weren't up to much in that first half and then I think they came on second half and that's when we really sort of settled into it and we thought, okay, we do have a bit of Premier League quality in this squad. But do you you have much memory of, I mean, we'll talk a little bit later about um, the actual signings um, of some of these players, but I I just remember the excitement when we went in to sign Huddleston and thinking, you know, geez, this is a guy that was playing for Spurs you know, the previous season, he, I think he was involved in their pre-season tour as well and thinking, you know, this is like a proper Premier League player coming to Hull. Uh It was a pretty exciting moment.
1: Yeah, well, pretty much just everything you just said, that he's a proper Premier League player and uh, a good Premier League player, not, not just some washed up kind of older bloke that is kind of on the decline. He was still very, very, uh, a big future, a bright future ahead of him.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. Um, Well, yeah, talking about players now, let's move on and talk about um, some of the outgoings and then incomings. And we'll start with the outgoings, first of all. Um, I mean, I guess probably the biggest regret I have that season was the fact that we let Tom Kearney go. And I think partly that was probably because when Bruce came in the previous season, I think Kearney got injured pretty early on in that season, might have been in like a League Cup game or something. Um, so I, I just get the sense that Bruce just probably just didn't get the chance to watch him properly and didn't get the chance to rate him as much of a player as as we did. Um, and, of course, I think he went to Blackburn first on loan and then permanently and, and of course, you know, ripping it up for Fulham now. Um, Corey, Corey Evans went to Blackburn with him as well and Jay Simpson went to, I've got got it here, is it Bur- Buriam United? I think it was in Thailand or somewhere like that. But probably the main three um, departures, I think Hobbs, left as well that season. He went to Leicester on loan, I want to say. Uh which at the time I remember thinking was a pretty big uh pretty big loss. And then we brought in Curtis Davies, which was um a pretty decent replacement as well. But I guess of these three players, can he probably the highlight for you of departures? Yeah. I think just
1: what he's gone on to do kind of proves that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean like he's captaining Fulham, um, you know, scoring goals for them to get them into the Premier League, that sort of thing as well. So uh Massive player for them. Corey Evans, I, th- I have a feeling, is he at Sunderland now? I think I saw him pop up in the um, League Cup final for them. Um, so he's still sort of st- sticking around League One championship sort of level. So um, decent for me. I have no idea where Jay Simpson is these days, but uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, look, on the incomings, I mean, uh, that that summer, I just felt like a lot of the players that we brought in, became such sort of household names for city over the next, I don't know, three, four years. I mean, the players pictured here, we've got Tom Huddleston, Curtis Davies, Alan McGregor, but you think, I mean, I mean, Figueroa, not so much, but he was around for a couple of years. Um, we got Boyd and Elmo in on permanent deals as well that summer. Um, Sagbo joined, um, Steve Harper joined as well from Newcastle, but it was a, it was was a pretty productive window. Livermore joining on loan as well. Um, You know, not many misses. I think probably the only miss, to be honest, is probably Danny Graham joining online from Sunderland. <laughs> but <laughs> I think pretty much everyone else that we brought in um, did a pretty decent job for us. Yeah, I,
1: I think you could say that a lot of those players uh, would be in, like, the top 10 players to, to ever wear a City shirt, particularly the uh, the few that are in the photo just there. Um, huge remembrance for us, especially that FA Cup run. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, like, I remember... I feel like Davies might've been one of the first players that we were linked to straight after promotion. Like I remember maybe a couple of weeks after we were getting him from Birmingham on like, I don't know, 500 grand or a million. I can't remember exactly what the fee was. And I, I, to be honest, hadn't really heard of him before. And I thought, you know, okay, cool. We're getting a center back in from the championship. Yeah. You know, let's see how he does um, replacing Hobbs and and whether he's going to be any good for us. And you know, you sort of touched on there, the, the FA Cup run, and, of course, scoring the second goal in the FA Cup final. You know, you don't get many more iconic goals than that, of course. Probably Windass at, at Wembley's top dad and Army at Wembley, probably. But Davies scoring that second goal's right up there as well.
1: Yeah, that celebration after he scored that goal, that will, like, always, always be in my mind.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and McGregor as well. McGregor, I mean, I, I saw recently, I think he signed another um, another deal to stay at, is he at Celtic? I always mm-hmm. get them mixed up. I shouldn't get them mixed up. I'm sure they'd be pretty angry Celtic. Oh, yeah, fans. A, he's a, no, he's at Rangers, isn't he? No, yeah, he's at he's Rangers. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna get, you know, angry Celtic fans burning <laughs> us down. But yeah, no, he's at Rangers, of course. Uh, because we got him from well, we got him from Besky Sass, but he'd been at Rangers before they um liquidated. But uh yeah, some you know, talking there about that Chelsea game giving away the penalty after five minutes probably set the tone for his time at City. Um a bit fiery tempered, giving away a couple of penalties here and there, red cards here and there as well. But also an awesome um, record at saving penalties. I mean, he saved that penalty against Chelsea, and and I think he saved quite a few that season as well. Yeah, that's that's a memory I have of him. Just
1: uh, I, I forget. We were at a pub one night, you and I, and and we conceded a penalty, and we were like, "Yeah, he's probably going to save it," and he and he did.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and 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 my, I mean, I'm sort of jumping ahead to the second half of the season now. I think it was, but uh, there was the game against um, Crystal Palace, I think, where he um, he ended up injuring himself quite badly, and uh, Huddleston ended up in goal for us. Um, was uh, was quite a funny one. Oh, I don't know, actually, he might not have injured himself. He might have just got a red card. Um, sounds more like him getting into a fight. But um, yeah, Huddleston going in goal in that game was um, a bit of a funny one. But uh, it's very typical of McGregor. Um, Cool. But, you know, we sort of talked about the players there. And so now I just sort of wanted to cast our minds back to some of the iconic games from that first half of the season. So um, from that first Chelsea game all the way up to the Fulham game, 6-0 on uh, Boxing Day was probably the last game of that first half of the season. Um, There's a few games that really stand out in the memory. I guess for me, the first game of my trip over to England was the 3-1 against Liverpool, where uh, this photo comes from, from David Myler. First ever competitive win against Liverpool, um, is a pretty incredible result in that game. Uh, and then that 6-0 against Fulham as well probably stands out as well as probably the two highlights of that first half of the season. But what what stands out to you from that first half of the season?
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely, definitely those two results that you said. Probably the Liverpool one more so having literally never beaten them before and and playing so well and just like no one no one expected us to win. We didn't expect us to win. Um, and yeah, and obviously like we've got a lot of Liverpool a Liverpool mate, and I'm sure you've got a lot. And it was just really good to just, you know, just give it to him a little bit after that.
0: Yeah, my memory, I mean, I was travelling up on the train for that one. It was my first game up at at the KC, as it was at the time. And um, so it was the first time I'd been to Hull, and I sort of went around um, to the stadium, and it was just like, an incredible experience you know sort of walking to the ground and having people all around you talking about the team and and what the lineup's going to be and and it's such a surreal thing to be like oh there's actually other people here for City um and you know you take your seat and uh, Livermore scored that deflected goal to put us up one nil. Gerrard got the equalizer where you just thought of course he was going to score that free kick from that angle and you think oh you know we've had our fun we've, we've taken the lead but they're going to take control of the game now uh and then I think it was Myler who scored the goal to go up 2-1 and then Huddleston got that deflected goal right at the end where you think, oh, is this the moment he's going to get the haircut? Um, which wasn't to be in the end because I think it went down as an own goal. But it was just it was just an awesome game. It was just, you know, as you said, you would kind of going into the game with absolutely no hope of a, of a victory. I think Sterling missed the game for whatever reason, but Suarez was playing, Gerard was playing. It was a pretty strong Liverpool side that I think I saw afterwards that, I mean... If they essentially if they'd beaten us in that game, they probably would have won the title. Like I think like that's how close because that was the season with the slip. And you think like how close that season was for them to to getting the title. Um and I think we were basically the worst team that they lost to. So you sort of think in a way that you know, you could view it as, you know, sort of we cost them the title that season. But um
1: I often I often say that exact thing to my Liverpool friends, actually
0: yeah no exactly right so i'm just i'm just having a look at some of the other results i mean of course got to talk about that newcastle game we sort of touched on it before um to win 3-2 away at newcastle as well um given the fact i mean look we'd started the season pretty well like we'd had a 1-0 win against norwich we'd had a 1-1 draw with cardiff in between two nil losses to chelsea and city where you think well that's you know sort of expected um But then to go away to a Newcastle side, which at the time, from memory, I think that was around the time that they were finishing like top half, you know, top six almost with like Kabai and Ben Arthur, of course, and, and other players like that in top form. Um, to go up there and score three goals, given the fact that we'd started the season sort of, you know, scraping one nils and, and scoring one goal a game sort of thing, um, was a pretty awesome result.
1: Yeah, yeah, and especially as as you previously mentioned, the that Aluko goal and the way that went in, which is like unbelievable, so good.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, so crazy. And and I think from memory as well, like Brady, I can't remember if he scored the first or the second goal in that game. Um, but he was just on fire to start that season. Yeah, he got the first goal in that game because I think he'd scored he scored the penalty against Norwich, and then he went the next week after the Newcastle game and got the win against um, West Ham as well from a penalty. Um, and he just started the season so well, because I actually, I think my home kit from that season has Brady on the back as well. And um, I mean, it's sort of a shame the way his career's dropped off now. I think he's at Bournemouth or somewhere like that. But at that time, he was such a good player for us as well. Yeah, I distinctly remember him scoring our first few goals. And
1: I I forget if he just dropped off or, or I think he might have got injured. At yeah, like- yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and then he just didn't really score again after that. But, yeah, I just think I remember him being crucial in those those first few games.
0: Yeah, no, that definitely that's right. Um, I mean, looking at some of the other games that season as well, or that first half of the season, um, I'd completely forgotten. That 1-0 win against Sunderland as well, where, from memory, Bruce just stacked the team with all the ex-Sunderland players. He had, like, Elmo, Milo, everyone else starting as well. Um, and that was the game they got the two red cards, like, in the 47th and four and 51st minute. So it's like, because I'm just looking at it. So the first half at a time. So Catamore got a red card at 45 minutes with two added. And then Desena got a red card with 45 and six added. And I'm pretty sure that was the game where Poit tried to fight Bruce on the sideline. I don't know if you remember that, but like it was the wildest game. And like the managers were trying to get into a fight as well. Um, and we'd, oh, I think we'd managed, we'd like got an own goal or something in, in the first room as in like they'd scored an own goal to put us one nil up. Um, and then it was such a typical Bruce game because even with the two red cards, we were still basically parking the bus and just trying to hang on to the one nil, one <laughs> nil lead. But um, it was, yeah, I think from memory at that time, that was when we were, you know, just basically smashing Sunderland whenever we played them and Bruce was uh, quite enjoying it. Yeah, yeah,
1: there was a few years there where we just couldn't lose to Sunderland. But um, you bring that up, you bring up a uh, the red card game. I think there's another game where uh the, our opposition got a red card, and it was probably the most frustrating game I'd seen in a long time. Um, yeah, was, was that,
0: that Palace the pal- game? Was it Palace yeah. game? Yeah, I was just having a look at that. where well, we lost that, was, and that was that was the game before I went over there, and I and it was their first win of the season or something. And I and I was mm. just like, oh geez, we're losing to them, like. I'm going over for two months to watch City play. I'm like, we're going to get just lots of games like this where we lose 1-0 to pretty terrible sides. But, yeah, they got glassy red card in the 78th and then they scored about three minutes later. So uh, not too great. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, look, I mean, to round off that first half of the season, we'll we'll finish things off, talking about that Fulham game, that 6-0. I think the most remarkable thing about that 6-0 was it was 0-0 at halftime. And so it felt like it felt like it was a really even game. Like it, it was definitely a game where I think from, from memory, like we were on top and we probably deserved to be in front and you think, Oh, it's frustrating. It's nil, nil, whatever. But no one could have foreseen what happened in that second half to go six goals past Stockdale of all people as well. You know, keeper we'd had the previous season, but a um, uh, pretty crazy game.
1: Yeah. All I, Oh, there's a lot of things I remember, but, um, post-game, all everyone was talking about was Huddleston and how he should play for England. And that was, like, yeah, one of the performances right. that anyone's ever seen in the City shirt because he was unbelievable. That, and, that, yeah, that second half was just, like... Because I think it was, like, near Christmas time too, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think and it was Boxing Day. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Just, like, well, yeah. Merry Christmas.
0: Oh, actually, no, sorry. It was the 28th because that's right because Boxing Day was the United game where we were 2-0 up and then lost because I think yeah. Chester scored... After Yeah, Chester scored after four minutes against United and then their third goal games, was... A, yeah, that's right. It was a chester own goal to give them the win. Um, But that was the game... That, that was the David Moyes era. So it was like, we're 2-0 up and we're all just chanting, you're getting sacked in the morning to David Moyes. Because that was just, you know... That was when it was like sort of unheard of that United could be bad. And now it's just mm. sort of the status quo. Yeah. yeah, exactly <laughs> right. But yeah, no, that Fulham game, I mean... Huddleston getting the goal just sort of capped it off. But, you know, you've got like everyone you'd want scoring a goal, scoring a goal in that game because you've got, I think, Boyd scored, Fright scored, Corrin scored two, Elmo scored. It was like basically if you could pick like five players on the side to score goals, you'd probably pick those five. Mm, yeah. Um, but, yeah, pretty remarkable. And, like, I guess because cause you were, I don't know you what, you were 17 at the time that season, 16, something like that. Uh, somewhere in close yeah, something like that. Something like that. But so that would have been probably one of the first like seasons of City that you can like properly remember. And I guess because you know you think the seasons before that, we we didn't actually get to watch all the games because they they weren't televised. Um, what was your sort of sense, or what, what's your memory looking back on that season and like your time following City and like how that, I don't know, boosted your your love for City or connection or whatever. Was
1: was this the year that I met you,
0: actually? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because it was yeah. the end of this season with the <laughs> FA Cup final.
1: Yeah, I was seventeen then. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah,
1: I think it's definitely split into into two parts of the season, and we've kind of covered just like loosely remembering is definitely the Liverpool game and the Fulham game for the first half, and I I think we'll cover what happens in the second half
0: yeah no absolutely so we'll, we'll do a second half of this season probably in the next couple of weeks look because we, we we just wanted to do a few episodes of stuff while it's the um the off season and you know 20 minutes from now we're going to have the fixture release which would be awesome to see for the for the coming season so it starts to feel a bit more real um but we did just want to put a bit of content out there um in the meantime what to sort of fill people's uh, airwaves over the su- summer in england winter here um but yeah we'll certainly cover that second half of the season which i think as you say i mean the the clear memories of that first half of the season that Fulham game the the Liverpool game as well but the second half of the season um with that FA Cup run i think is probably the um the biggest sort of um biggest sort of memory of that season i guess um which we'll certainly cover um shortly but yeah uh, yeah uh you know it was it was a great season i mean that that season and especially the way we started it i think was probably our most comfortable premier league season like obviously, oh eight, oh nine, we had an amazing start to the season. You think there's no chance we're going down? But this season, it just—I think it felt a lot more consistent. There was no like thrashings, and there was no sort of sense that we were really like. Oh, I struggle to remember it. I guess it's easy to think in hindsight, but I don't—I don't think there was that much fear of going down necessarily. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we. I'm sure it was a thought in our minds for,
1: uh, for at a, for some, a, some a, points, yeah, yes, but. But, yeah, as you say, we didn't get pumped. Like, we lost 2-0 to City and 2-0 to Chelsea. Like, that's like it's fine. Like, it's not a win, obviously. So it's not great. But, you know, 2-0 is, like, not the end of the world.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm just having a look. I mean, I think the, the the only game where I started to get really worried was that 4-1 loss to Southampton. And that was that Southampton side, I think it was under Adkins. It might have been Pochettino at the time. I can't remember. I think
1: it was Poch, yeah.
0: Yeah, where they had like Lalana and stuff just like in beast mode and like um Is that the
1: one where Lalana scored like that that crazy solo goal against us?
0: Yeah, I think I think that was the one. And so they beat us 4-1. That was probably the only game where I thought, oh, this isn't good. Like we're we're gonna struggle if this is the way we're gonna play more often. But that was just about the only one. I mean, we lost four one to Newcastle late in the season, but even by then, like we'd beaten Carter 4-0 the previous game. I'm sort of jumping ahead to the second half of the season here, but like there just didn't seem to be that many games where I thought, "Oh, you know, we're really in trouble after that sort of loss," but I don't know. I mean, yeah, like like you say, it's easy to say in hindsight. I'm sure there was some point in that season where we thought we need that win to to stay up, but um pretty fun season overall and especially with some of those wins in that first half of the season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, thank you for joining me for this one, Mitch. Um we'll certainly be back um I don't know, maybe next week, maybe a couple of weeks' time uh, to do the second half of the season. Um, as we said, I guess there's probably a fair bit to talk about there with the FA Cup run as well. So uh, we'll be pretty pretty good to to chat that one as well. Yeah, cool. Thanks for having me on again. No worries. And thanks, everyone, for listening in. Um, if this is your first uh, episode of the Tigers and Under that you've had to listen to, we've, of course, um, covered the whole of the previous season um, on podcasts. If you want something to fill your time with, there's plenty of episodes to go back and listen to. Um, and we'll certainly be back and... I don't know, three, four weeks to to start previewing the new season as well. So look out for those when they hit the air. But um, until next time, like, subscribe, share the video around as you can. Um, And uh, we'll, we'll, I guess, chat to you later. Um, But until then, come on, City. You've been listening to the official Hull City Australia podcast, The Tigers Down Under. For more discussion, join us on Facebook at the Hull City AFC Australia Facebook group or follow us on Twitter at Hull City AFC Odds. The music was created by Amber Black. No television.